order to understand the basis of Scripture, we must place ourselves in the context from which they were written. As the Scriptures confirm, there is power of life and death in the tongue, and in order for us to overstand the words spoken, we must acquire a superior knowledge which comes from the Creator, Most High, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. This podcast is dedicated to the seeking of knowledge, the reading of written word, and the understanding of the will of the Most High Creator of the ends of the universe. May He forgive me if I do or say anything wrong. Welcome to an Overstanding Word podcast, where we discuss context of scripture in order to overstand the words within for intended applications thereof. Thank you for returning here to an Overstanding Word podcast. For the continuation of our journey that we have really embarked on here in the book of Exodus and talking about this lovely servant, the servant of the Most High, who was chosen in the Valley of Thua, as we released in the previous episode, Moses. I'm your host, Nakia, and we thank you for tuning in and we thank you for listening. Before we dive into today's content, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my new listeners coming to us via Sweden. We know that it is the journey that we take here on an overstanding word that brings about revelation. We know that it is by hearing that we begin to form our thoughts and our thoughts tend to form our actions, our deeds. So may the words that you have listened to in the previous episodes and in this episode bring about a new character, a new Revelation, a new way and method of how you live your life. Our goal is to truly find our purpose and to walk in that purpose. The uniqueness in which we were created in. The blessing in which was bestowed upon us as we journey through this thing called life. So we thank you for wanting to be a better version of you. As you listen to these words, we hope that these words will bring about exactly what your hopes are, which is a new version of yourself, a better version of yourself. Today's episode is going to come to us by way of Exodus chapter 20. And if you tuned into the previous episodes, you know the journey that the servant of the Most High took, Moses, in being able to successfully get the people of God, Yisrael, out of the land of Egypt. And now that they've crossed out of the land of Egypt, it is time to revisit the book of instruction. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of that book of instruction. In some of the previous episodes on this particular second season, we have laid out a few episodes that talked about that book of instruction, but we haven't talked and discussed in detail around what are some of the things that are there? What are some of the things we should write on the tables of our heart and strive to do always as deeds of righteousness? So I'm going to talk about in this episode a few of those things as we read Exodus chapter 20. Chapter 20 begins with this. Then God gave the people these instructions. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens 
or on the earth or in the sea. So we could stop there. If we were truly to examine the works of human beings, we would see all types of these things. Where do you get your horoscope from? Let me ask that question. And on your horoscope, do you normally see some imagery there? Have we uplifted human beings to a level of being called God? These are real questions. I want you to think about the answers to those questions. Have we worshiped the sun, the moon, or the stars? Has man's quest brought him to a place to chase after the heavens? Have we created the Tower of Babel? Think about the deeds and the actions that we have done as mankind. And to have the audacity to think and wonder and plot as to why we have a pestilence in the land. So let's continue our journey here in Exodus 20. Verse 5 says this, You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected. Even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generation on those who love me and obey my commands. So I see it is through your love that you obey. It is through the love of your creator that he bestows the favors and blessings upon you and the generations to come for those who love him as well and then obey his commandments. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. Surely we've said all kinds of words that include God. We've done everything underneath the sun but serve him. Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigner living among you. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens, the earth and the sea and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. See, he's saying to you, as it is in the heavens, as he did, he created you in his image, according to his likeness, which means you are an iteration of him. So he's saying to you, rest as I did. Mm. Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long, full life in the land, the Lord. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery, which we've talked about, the breaking of vows. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servants, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. See, have we, have we kept these basic deeds? Have we honored our father who art in heaven, who has given us our earthly father and mother? Have we truly shown dedication to the journeying of his perfection through his creation? Have we lived and given thanks to our mother and father? Surely there's murderers in the land. I mean, look at the climate right now from a societal standpoint. You must not commit adultery. Have we broken our vows? I myself am guilty of this. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's house. So what does that mean? 
Are we looking at the items and the things that our neighbor has and say, oh, for that creates separation. As is stated here, we shouldn't be doing that. We should congratulate our neighbors and love them as ourselves. So when they celebrate, we celebrate with them and vice versa. Verse 18, when the people heard the thunder and the loud blast of the ram's horn, and when they saw the flashes of lightning and the smoke billowing from the mountain, they stood at a distance, trembling with fear. And they said to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen, but don't let God speak directly to us or we will die. Don't be afraid, Moses answered them, for God has come in this way to test you and that your fear of him will keep you from sinning. See, it is sin that leads to separation. So all of those things that were described earlier in the chapter, all of those things are equal in the sight of our creator when it comes to their weight and what they they create separation. They create a chasm between us and our creator because it is us not following the commandment and instructions that were laid out. So no matter which one of those things you're doing, each one of them is even in his sight because it creates a separation. Verse 22, and the Lord said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel: you saw for yourself that I spoke to you from heaven. Remember, you must not make any idols of silver or gold to rival me, build for me an altar made of earth and offer your sacrifices to me, your burnt offerings and peace offerings, your sheep and goat and your cattle. Build my altar and I will come to you and bless you. If you use stones to build my altar, use only natural uncut stones and do not shape the stones with a tool for that would make the altar unfit for holy use. Do not approach my altar by going up steps. If you do, someone might look under your clothing and see your nakedness. And that is the conclusion of Exodus chapter 20. Please keep in mind that these are just a few of the pieces of the book of instruction. As you continue your journey in Exodus, if you go into chapters 21 and 22 and some of the other chapters that continue after this, you are going to find that there are some additional commandments and instruction that's provided. So when we talk about this book of instruction, these are just a few small pieces of the book of instruction. And if you choose to listen, if you choose to follow the commandments, then you will find that they will lead to a bridge between that chasm that we've created between us and our creator, allowing for us to walk in his full manifest presence, knowing that we are secure in his blanket of safety. Nothing can stop us when we live and walk righteous. I also have some exciting news to announce as well in regards to the fundraiser. We now have the promo video, which is out and linked to the fundraiser itself. So if you haven't already joined us on GoFundMe for the giving it away to walk in the presence of God fundraiser, please do so. Also, check out the uh, the the link that's in the bio or in the description of this particular episode. You'll find it there as well. It is through the blessings of the most high creator that we've been blessed with the ability to be able to help out those in their times of need, especially with this pandemic that has been sweeping worldwide. And the testimonies that you are about to hear are some of the messages that we receive back in support of our efforts to continue this journey. We thank you for your support because it's through your support that this allows for us to continue to be open arms and answer the call that goes out for those in need. Inshallah, brother, inshallah, you're a great man. Have a, a 
more blessings to you and your family. God bless you, all of you guys. You're a great man. Same to you, my man. I hope that um, this blessing can be used in, in, a, in a great manner, man. I hope it really helps out with, with all that you need, man. I hope nothing but peace and prosperity upon you and your family, man. I'm glad you finally were able to get back and unite with your family, man. Just be cautious, be safe, um, be uplifted, and continue to keep our lives first. Allahu Akbar. Yes, sir. Thank you, Allah. is the first man. It's always going to be the first person in my life. You know, thank you and thank you for your blessing. I truly, truly cherish your blessing. And thank you so much. And hopefully we can meet while we're here. You know what I'm saying? In the States, well, basically, um, truly, I, I am in gratitude with you, man. Thanks, thanks, brother. I just got the money that is sent to me. And I used for buy some food for my house because I always need it. Awesome. And I bought for and the younger people, old people that cannot work. And today we give some, and tomorrow other people are help us also. We're gonna continue to buy and give for, for people who need. In that moment, we need water, we need to buy alcohol, we need to buy some food yet for families that can't, you know, like that.